to the paper, the grass is always green. I don't do no labels, I call it how I see it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of a No Label Convo. Here are my boy Nell. Yo. Shouts out to everybody that's been subscribing on YouTube as normal, liking on Instagram, sharing, following. Follow us on Twitter at No Label the Pod. Nell, go ahead and get to the sponsor. Right, shout out to our sponsor. Shout out to Guapcoin. Guapcoin. Cryptocurrency for the culture. You know what I'm saying? They just started a campaign. If you ain't got a Guapcoin wallet, you know what I'm saying? Go to Google Play, go to the App Store. Guapcoin official wallet, you know what I mean? Download that joint. If you ain't got no Guapcoin just yet, get the wallet ready, you know what I'm saying? Leave a rating, all that cool stuff, man. Yeah, today we got a uh we got an artist from the town. We've been buzzing, been bubbling, and it's been shutting shit down. Like you can feel the energy through the, just through the IG clips. Like, and it's that that's what really made me gravitate towards this man right here. Uh <laughs> it was funny because we was talking prior to uh we started recording, and first time I met him was at uh, we was at Boufle. It's a fact. Yeah, Maro introduced me to him. I'm like, I'm sitting down. Big, all of a sudden, Maro came to see this big dude come next to him. I'm like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck going on? Like, <laughs> so I had a dude next to me. I'm like, oh shit. But then, uh, and then it was a good dude. We had a good conversation, and you know what I'm saying. We we told him we would link up. We got my brother here. Is is Josh? Yes, sir. How you living, yes, bro? I'm golden. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. Peace to the guys on the earth, you know the vibes. Word. Appreciate you pulling up, bro. Word. So how, how, how you living, man? You been buzzing. Man, I'm golden. Just working. You feel me? Just working. Rightfully so, rightfully so. So what's the name? Let's let's try to start out from the from the jump. Uh you're from Buffalo, right? Facts. Facts. I know uh you you more so been in uh like you lived like uptown type shit? Type shit. I grew up on uh, Oberlin Avenue. I don't know if y'all boys know where that's at. Oberlin. Oberlin. Oh, Sycamore yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. I've heard of Sycamore. Off Sycamore, yeah. Yeah, okay. I started moving around and shit, though, but like mostly on the east side and shit. Spent some time on Bailey and shit, you feel me? Word, word. So was, was music always a key or was you like getting into like sports and all that shit prior to? Nah, I was not athletic at all, yo, boys. I'm gonna keep it honest. <laughs> like, yo, to keep it real tough, boys, like high school was when I started like playing football and shit, but like, I couldn't ride a bike. I couldn't run. None of that shit. Like my my, my mom used to be like, "Yo, pick your feet up." My brother gone. My brother, my brother out of here. I'm like, I couldn't ride a bike. No shit like that. I couldn't do a cartwheel. But nah, I wasn't athletic when I was a kid. But I always had like like charisma. Mm-hmm. So like whether it was like me being being a comedian, like making people laugh, being a jokester, running around, or yeah, music. Like I used to sing and shit like that. But not, I didn't take it serious at first. I was just singing shit that I heard, like my Dukes playing shit. Word. So you could say entertainment was always the direction. Gotcha. Y- you ever dabble in like instruments and shit like that? Briefly, like when I was like 16. Okay. I got a guitar, started like playing shit that I heard. Y'all know uh, Connect by Drake? I taught myself how to play that shit, just some little, some slight shit. Gotcha. Hell with the production. Word. That's fire. That's fire. So, what was uh, what was you listening to growing up? Like when you were growing up on the east side. Shit. When I was young, I was listening to what Mon Dukes was playing, Keep Sweat, Destiny's Child, um, some older joints. I can't even name the artist, but you remember them. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? you, you hear the song, them. you remember. Yeah, you remember yeah. the vibes. 
but my mom loved Keep Sweat, Tank, uh, R. Kelly, of course, you know, um, Tyrese, like, mm. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like R&B yeah, shit. Yeah, when you nice. grow up in a black, like, a black home, you t you typically listening to R&B. Feel me? That's a fact. Black R&B. So yeah. Yeah. People be forgetting like, parents wasn't trying to let their kids listen to hip hop, bro. Like, it was not trying to do. My mom ain't let us watch music videos. Everything cutting it off. Like, we had to like. You got to sneak them that shit. Yeah. Like, and all the parties was slow. Well, no. Oh, all the what? parties were slow. They was what? They was turning up, but it was just slow shit. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, Pretty Ricky. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Uh, what was the? What was them other dudes? Uh, Pop off boys. Was it the Pop off boys? Like BMX boys, something like that. Yeah. BMC boys. That was our era. That was our era, though. Like when we out, when we yeah. go to the parties and shit. That man. was good. Nah, I ain't gonna rap. Yeah, that bro. shit was. You think back to that shit, they were like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Yeah, yeah. Bro, you feel me? I seen the clip. I seen the clip on IG. <laughs> there was like at a party where like around this era, but like it was a camera. Room. Like back then, there was no cameras. Nope. Like people not walking around parties with no cameras. Nope. They had the light going on. I'm like, I'm like, yo, this place looks nasty. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, but I was in that motherfucker. Hey, yo, that's then. a fact though, bro. Niggas used to be going to Arcadia, wasn't doing no skating, bro. Oh, bro, what? Niggas be hot as hell, sweating, mm -hmm. look crazy. Bruh. That's a fact. If you was at the party, you wasn't sweating. You wasn't at the party. Nope. <laughs> you wasn't there. So, what's the, uh, you graduated, did you graduate from, uh, you said you went to Bennett, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you graduate from there and all that? Hell no. I dropped out, like, junior year. Okay, word. Yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I dropped out junior year. Word. So, did, it, did you feel like there was a little extra pressure on you to, like, make something happen type shit? No, nah, not really. Like, my, my Dukes, though, one thing about my mom, bro, like, she made me think, like, whatever I did was right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't never judged, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. then that, like, I dropped out of school on some, like, flu shit. They came to my house and, like, made me drop out and shit. Like, made my Dukes sign the papers and shit. Like, That's wild. you know what I'm saying? So, she ain't really tripped. Mm -hmm. She knew I was always, like, I had a, I had direction. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't just out here wilding. I was, but not, like, I wasn't lost while I knew what I was doing. I was mm -hmm. conscious, you feel me? A lot of people be doing shit and be like unconscious, you feel mm -hmm. me? I was conscious, she knew that. Now you were just kind of like finding yourself, trying new exactly. shit, seeing what you like. Exactly. That's what hell Yeah, that's, that's one thing like, like my parent, like my mom heavy pushed like school and shit, but I knew for a fact if I, <laughs> if I wasn't in school, I was gonna be on some bullshit. Yeah. But man, so like, did you, once you, once you, stop going to school, did you allow like that conscious direction to just like take you wherever you needed to go or did you have an idea what you wanted to do? I was definitely doing music. Like I spent, I spent a lot of time like recording music, but I also spent a lot of time like outside with the homies and shit like that. So you could say that like, I really was just doing whatever, but like I said, with direction, like I knew, mm -hmm. I knew how far I was willing to go. I knew I, I knew what I was willing to do, what I wasn't willing to do and shit like that. Like. But it was always like music. I still was doing music. Okay. Music was like, at that point, when I dropped out of school, I was like 16 or 17. So I already knew what I wanted to do. So like, whatever I did outside, when I come back home, I'm recording. You're in the lab. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact. So when did you know that, like prior to dropping out, when did you really start to like take the music seriously or know that the music is what you wanted to do? Early, bro, like before high school. I was like, I was 11 when I started rapping. Mm. My brother put me on, shout out Classic. He uh, he was really like he probably one of the greatest lyricists like I've ever heard. 
So like I used to watch him rap and be like, yo, if I could do that, if I could like flip words to express like what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. that should be tight fire. So at 11, I went and recorded at uh, Buff City, Parkside, mm-hmm. DJ Shay, rest in peace. All right, peace. That was where I recorded my first song at. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was, that shit was cool. The verse was fire, I ain't gonna hold you, of course. <laughs> the verse was hard. And then from there, like, shit just kept going up. I went and got like a bullshit microphone from Radio Shack. Boom, Radio Shack was a thing. That, that'll tell you mm-hmm. all you need to know. Yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no so, more Radio Shack. Yeah, some people listen to this. I don't <laughs> even know what that is. Right. So, you know Radio Shack is? Yeah, I do. I'm oh, saying some people listen yeah, exactly. to it. Like, I know what it exactly. is. So, a little bullshit mic. Motherfucking downloaded illegally. Uh, FL Studio. Uh, fucking yeah. virtual DJ. Because I couldn't, like... You know, you a kid, you don't know how to, you don't know what to do, where to go to get what you need to get. So you just like, you take, I took the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Like I would record music on like the shit called Wave Editor mm-hmm. and then take the beat and take the vocals that I recorded acapella listening to the beat on like a MP3 player. And I got to time the shit perfectly with the beat, with the verse on Virtual DJ. That's how I used to make my music and shit. <laughs> so if you fuck up, like you got to start from yeah, the beginning. Over, yeah. So, you know, that shit, that shit really like, it kind of, it kind of gave me that experience early, and like that's why like I make beats the way I make beats. I could chop up my vocals and paste them where I could do a lot now because of that. You feel me? Put all the viruses on my Duke's computer. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't crash like two of her shit. Sorry, you know what I'm saying? But like it had, <laughs> you only to had the one computer yeah. in the crib you feel too. Me? Exactly. Yeah. That was the house computer. Exactly. <laughs> that was my shit though. You feel me? Like, <laughs> word. So two computers crashed them shits, and then like the shit just elevated. I learned as I learned more. You know what I'm saying? Like I went from virtual DJ to FL Studio on Audacity to motherfucking uh, Adobe Audition mm-hmm. and then to Logic. And now I've been working on Logic for a minute. That's, That's why I make my beats and record. Oh, so you make, you make all your own beats? Yeah. Most of them. That's fire. If I'm not making them, bro right here making them. Mr. Tomorrow, the God. Or like, I, I, I tend to keep it like within like Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I like fucking with Buffalo producers. For whatever reason, um, and if I hear something fire on YouTube, I might take it. And yeah. just, you know, but I never do nothing with it as far as like nothing crazy. Just something I want to like take to the program and see if I could like sauce on that shit. You feel me? Yeah. But for the most part, when I'm working on projects, it's like Buffalo type shit. I feel like that's how you're gonna be going forward. Is just kind of how you are right now. You want to really establish like a relationship with the Buffalo producers. I'm a always I'm a always fuck with like like Buffalo producers, mm-hmm. but of course like. You know when shit when shit get you know get bigger, I'ma fuck with other producers too. But I do want to make sure like my niggas in Buffalo that produce, man, they get they just do because mm-hmm. these niggas be going crazy. Crazy, you know what I'm saying like I just did some I just did some produced by Wizard the Wizard. Mm-hmm. Shit crazy, you know what I'm saying like Touche, Chilali, crazy like that. I produced the whole album for me, Project Nights last year. Right. Maro going crazy, me sure. go crazy like. You gotta, you gotta showcase that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm and, definitely gonna always fuck with them, though. Yeah, and we got such a unique sound within the city itself. That's a fact. Yeah, we was talking about that too. Several it's, different unique sounds. Yeah, it's like it's layers to it. It's not just the boom bap. We got the, I heard the, what's the hyper pop. We got bands go crazy. R and B's going crazy. Trap, trap rock. That shit. That shit. Yeah. That shit making its way. Like the, yeah. with the younger. The younger artists, I, I noticed they doing a lot of trap rock shit. That shit is fire. Bro, that so shit is trap. 
Is trap pop like kind of the same as hyper pop? Like in that same that's, realm? That's yeah. what I think. That's how I that's how I interpret it. Mm-hmm. I, okay, okay. Because I, I, I definitely wanted to ask you about that too. Like mm-hmm. with the, uh, what do you see like the the youth or like they? It seemed like they breaking away from the hip hop to more of that trap, yeah, hyper pop shit. shit. Yeah. How, how have you noticed that, and how have you incorporated that in your music? I think that shit. Like I think that shit is fire. Like first of all, like seeing kids have fun. That's mm-hmm. important. Like seeing kids mm-hmm. have fun is still important. Like right. these dudes is like 16, 17 years old. You got to remember. So just because they do music, don't expect them to be like the most lyrical, the most whatever. Like let them let them kids have fun. Feel mm-hmm. me? So I like that aspect. I love seeing. I love going to shows and seeing like the younger kids go crazy and have everybody in the crowd jumping with them. That shit like nostalgic. You know what I'm saying? Like for mm-hmm. what we used to do at the park. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So I like that energy. I know they're getting it from like. You know, they got influences in the industry. That's like kind of, it's trickling down and shit mm-hmm. as it should naturally. I think for me, I think for me, I like to keep it like more, more mature. Like I like that style, mm-hmm. but I got to make sure I put my spin on it so that right. it's like, it's different. I don't want to just, I don't want to just jump into like the, the trap rage shit. Like I want my energy to speak. So like if, if, the, if the song is, if the beat is fire is knocking, my vocals, is on point, my words is on point. I could be on stage, I don't have to jump around all crazy. You know what I'm saying? I could just really let my energy, you know, yeah. speak for me. So that's kind of what I um, what I go for. Like a lot of a lot of niggas, like everybody rock star today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they think, people think being a rock star, I mean, you gotta be crazy. Cause people put like this, this, this uh, stigma on it. Mm-hmm. Like being a rock star, I mean, you gotta go crazy. You gotta, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But it's really in you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, it's an energy. It's like yeah. a, it's a, if you're a male, it's like you gotta, alpha male energy, you know what I'm saying? Like, naturally, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just that, that swagger, that charm, you know what I'm saying? That's being a rock star. You could, like, look, cause you know, the ladies are a big part of it. Like, if you're a rock star, <laughs> the ladies feel that yeah. shit and the ladies gravitate toward it, you feel me? Yeah, so you gotta be able to look, you know, just be, 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 you know what I'm saying? Be an alpha, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and be and be a man, be confident in your art. You feel what I'm saying? And just express yourself. That's what, like, being a rock star is. Like, look at Lenny Kravitz, you know what I'm saying? Look at, like, Jimi Hendrix, Prince. Like, they wasn't yeah. super crazy. They just had it, they had the aura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they you know? stay, I call it, like, standing on your square. Yeah. It's like, like yeah, I know my energy, and just by me standing here, I could you gonna feel me, exactly. you gonna feel me in the room. Exactly. And I feel, like, I feel like that's what like gravitated me towards you. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, I could feel that. Like we are already like dealing with devices and shit. We see everything through our phones. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the fact that I could feel that through a clip, yep. I'd be like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, yeah, that's, that's the real deal. Appreciate that. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's what I go for. And I see the kids want to be more like having fun. You're like, it was the same for me when I was young too. Like. Even when I was young, I was the same way, basically. Like, I used to dress a certain way, had the, the mohawk, the hoop earrings, all type <laughs> of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I was like a wild boy back then. So I get it. I know that when they get to a certain age, too, they gonna like, they gonna mature with they, they, with they rock star mm-hmm. shit. Like, they gonna be like real black rock stars, you feel me? And that's amazing to see. Like, I wanna see that shit. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. That's a, that's a fact. Or, it's funny, you, you, that, that uh, reminded me when I went to, uh, I moved to Cleveland. I was in Cleveland in 2011, and it was, a lot of kids had the, the hoop earrings, mm-hmm. the, the gauges, 
like tags, mohawks and shit, like colorful shit, but <laughs> they was like they was robbing niggas like <laughs> they was, like they would, they would be on bikes like they'd be riding bikes they, hey, they be walking down the street they they'd be on a joint that hop shit, off tell you that yeah, shit did not matter bro like, yeah, yeah that that shit, matter, that's just bro. how you feel like Yo, that's like how you feel you yeah, know what I'm saying it broke like, my whole mental like oh this don't that don't mean nothing like said <laughs> niggas was robbing niggas. Bro, even, Yo, was even like the jerk and like skinny jean era mm -hmm. oh, yeah. it was gangsters out here they got the light purple skinny jeans they got on their vans the studded belt only only mm -hmm. on two latches just hanging down, all type of shit, and niggas really dancing, bro. Like, yeah, or really yeah, turn around still, and yeah, like that's where I learned that. Yeah, that's the era like niggas grew up in, like mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. that transition right there where it was, you know, we went from lean with it, rock with it to like we was on some like crump jerk shit, like mm -hmm, all that shit. Mm -hmm. But niggas was still outside, like niggas still had to be on the east, niggas still had to be outside. Right. Like you couldn't, if you outside, you put it like this, right? These areas where we get together and do these dance sessions, it's still the trenches, bro. Like, it's niggas mm -hmm. still running around. It's niggas still dying, right? On the same strip where we mm -hmm. dancing at. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So. It was some shit that happened before we started dancing. It was some shit that happened even after. after or during the battles. Like, during yeah. the niggas mm -hmm. probably broke out and started beefing. And niggas came up, you know what I'm saying? They peoples came over to where we was at and it was a big ass brawl or whatever. Like, this mm -hmm. shit really be still real. I think that's just a getaway where niggas be wanting to like dance and shit like that. Like I used to dance, I stopped dancing when I got jumped. Mm. Like that's the, that's the fucked up part about it. Like I used to dance till I got jumped. I was like, fuck all that dancing shit, nigga. Like, cause I was dancing when I got jumped. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, me and my cousin was like working on a dance routine and shit. I'm like, I'm country boy from Tyler. You know, cause brown shit. Yeah, kiss, kiss. Swear to God, niggas just start beating on us, bro. I'm like, yo, that's what the wild. fuck? And mind you, niggas like 12, bro. Like, niggas is kids, bro. So it's like, damn. Niggas can't even have fun, bro. Niggas yeah. got to mm -hmm. jump off the porch. They was y'all age or they was older? Nah, those niggas was older, bro. Yeah. Niggas was like 18 type shit, you feel me? Like, grown niggas, you feel me? And we like, yo, okay, this how it is over here. Like, I'm like, nah, nigga, fuck all that shit. Like, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck <laughs> all that shit. Niggas, this ain't never going to happen again, you feel me? Like, and from there, that's that's that decision that you make. Mm -hmm. That's that transition. Like, you be innocent as hell. You be chilling. Yeah, that's how life works, bro. So Just fuck shit happens. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Then you snap. You make that decision. And shit like that. So, what you what you think about like how most of that like those type of like occurrences happen in our community at our parties when trying to have fun. And now a lot of artists is like taking that the younger artists were taking that and putting it trying to live the raps that they put out in their music. Like, they may either do something and make a song about it, or do a song and be like, "Well, shit, I gotta go do that now because mm -hmm. to live up to it, like." When it come to your music, do you do you think about that? Do you think about like I gotta try to keep it in my music or I feel like music is the first form of mind control, bro. So like a lot of people already influenced by music. Like everybody literally is influenced by music already. But, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be how we see women, how we see other black people, how we see our environment, our family household, our friends, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. we all influenced by music. Um I feel like with the kids, like you're talking about the youth doing that shit, this is like the generation where I feel like personally it's, it might be a little like the worst type shit. Cause like you got a lot of, a lot of, it's real drug influence, like not even like, not even like selling drugs, like doing yeah. drugs. You feel mm -hmm. me? So like these days everybody talking about doing drugs, sipping lean, popping pills. That shit already like alter your state of mind. Mm -hmm. So now you, your state of mind altered. And you hearing these words and like they become even more real because like your sense of reality is, is twisted. Yeah. 
So now you got like 16 year olds that's really not even like just throwing hands. 15 year olds that's not just throwing hands. These niggas mm -hmm. will really like Drop shit. lay down and shit. So like, it's a lot worse today. Yeah. But for me personally, like I, I make sure like when I'm talking, my songs always got like a a, a, a concept. Even if I'm, even if it sound personal, it's really speaking on like the world. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I got this song I just dropped called "Stay in Your Lane," and I'm talking about like, basically, if the if you're not a street dude, don't act like a street dude. Stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Like the streets ain't safe. We all know that. Go where you want to go, but if you're going that route, make sure you're protecting yourself. You feel what I'm saying? Like, make sure you protect it. Now that don't just mean against like the same like people of the same complexion as you. That just mean like out here, it's a lot more going on. Mm -hmm. The streets ain't safe. See, when the streets, I, when I say streets, I don't mean like just the hood. Mm -hmm. I mean like ain't nowhere safe for real. You could go, you could be in the hood, and you get into some shit with a random nigga, and that shit turn deadly. Or you could be in the in in Georgia, just chilling, and you get killed by some white man. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or you could be somewhere else, you get killed by the police. So just make sure you got that militant mindset mm -hmm. and just make sure y'all niggas stay over there if you got ill intentions toward us. You feel mm -hmm. me? So that's the concept. Like it's like you you I'm speaking in a personal sense, but I'm really speaking toward the world. Yeah. You feel me? That, so I make sure I keep that in all my music. Yeah. That remind me of kinda like what like what schoolboy he would talk about. Like people hear him and they think it's a lot of like just trap, gangbang shit, but like mm -hmm. he he be having concepts. Mm -hmm. Like he'll touch on the concept of it. And it, once again he keeps that that consciousness in it. Facts. Like, it's like I know what's going I'm I'm aware of what's going on, not mm -hmm. necessarily promoting what is, is going on. And that's what the visuals is for too. Mm -hmm. The visuals explain what you actually saying. Yeah, bro. That's but also the interviews like this. You yeah. can explain what you mean. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people don't misinterpret. Yeah, that's so, that's that's super key these days. Cause I remember growing up watching like I used to listen to Gucci heavy and it was just like it would make you think um, oh, this is exactly what he's doing. He in jail at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm the, oh, he out here doing this, so I gotta be ready yeah. on, on this type of time type shit. And what I was I was like, as he as he grew got more mature, I noticed like I'm like, I'm noticing like, oh, okay, I see what he is doing, what he was doing. Mm -hmm. He just dropped a song, it was like yeah, uh, I was talking about, about to bring that up. Yeah, about, you can you can touch uh, on it. About dissing the dead. Cause he was one of the main rappers who really popularized dissing the dead when mm -hmm. he uh the situation mm -hmm. with him and Jeezy, where I forgot, I forgot who his homie named Pookie killed, but mm -hmm. he was, I think it was Pookie, Pookie Loke, yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's known for dissing Pookie Loke on songs all the time, just did it in the verses. So he dropped a song recently basically saying, yo, dissing the dead or talking about people's dead friends or family members is not cool. Right. Like, I'll take responsibility for starting it, and now I'm trying to like change and change the narrative of it. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah. I didn't even hear that, I gotta go. Yeah, that's yeah. a video yeah. tool and all that. So that's, that's yeah, big that's for fine. him, and that's highly yeah. responsible on his part, too. Exactly. Because he know he sees his influence. Mm -hmm. he, now, I mean, Atlanta is the biggest, Atlanta's the biggest city right now as far as hip hop music, period. It's been like that mm -hmm. for a while. Mm -hmm. Who's arguably the most influential? Who put a lot of those people on? Well, Gucci. Yeah. So him saying that says a lot. Yeah. It says a whole lot. That's it, a fact. It was funny too, cause it's like, like growing up, like our parents necessarily didn't want us listening to hip hop all day, every day type stuff, and they was probably looking at looking at us, looking at the concerts, like, oh my god, they they wilding, they violent, da da da, and it's like fast forward to today, we we could look at the kids and be like, man, they popping pills, they talking about this, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh my god, what are they doing? 
Because I, 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 like, I don't got no kids yet. Mm-hmm. So I'll be looking, I'm like, damn, would I want my kids to, like, to listen to this? Like, <laughs> for real, for real. Like, it's a real thing. But it's like the culture continuously evolves. Yeah. And now it's like it's where it is now. And it's like, once again, it's like about kids having fun. Yeah. And like really just like expressing that shit. I feel like it comes down to the foundation, too, because like you say, we grew up listening to that stuff, but we didn't necessarily indulge in it fully. Mm-hmm. Or even if we did, we eventually found our way, same as you. Mm-hmm. So I guess I think it starts with foundation as well. The household, the people you constantly surround yourself around, your man. That's if you're a man, whoever your male figures are in your life are. If you're a woman, vice versa. That's facts. I like how you said once again, too, bro. You said once again, we, we hear like nothing mm-hmm. new under the sun. Mm-hmm. So it is, it do repeat itself. So That's a fact. Fuck with that. Yeah, I peeped what you said earlier is like, uh, like peace to the like peace to the gods, peace to the gods and the earth. Mm-hmm. With with your foundation, like was that like somewhat like five percenter information? Yeah. yeah. Like was people like in your family like that introduced you to that, or how did you like start coming all. across it? I ain't gonna hold you. Like I didn't even know what it was called. Like I just I just started like gravitating toward just knowing I was a god. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then when. When you when you start to learn the terminologies, like I started this organization called oh I'm starting this organization called Seven Citizen, mm-hmm. and you know what we do is we got like seven laws, you know what I'm saying like you know how there's universal laws we yes, got sir. like seven laws, and we all the address cabellion. each other as God. Mm-hmm. Feel me like this is what this 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 shit came about in like 2016, but like prior to 2016 I was just saying like yo I'm a God I'm a God I'm a God didn't even know what it was I ain't know about no five percent of shit bro. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward in time, like I created a sigil, a seal. I don't know if y'all know what that is, but a sigil is a symbol that you create from words. You feel me? Okay, say that. So yeah, mm-hmm. I created a sigil, and it's a seven-point star, but it's based, it's, it's cre- it was created from those seven laws turned into shapes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like lines. It's a seven-point star. Now, seven citizen is seven C. That's the acronym, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I look at the five-percenter symbol, it's a seven point star and it's a seven and then it's a crescent moon, a C. Mm-hmm. So that's what let me know like, damn, right that's up. what line, it is. Line right up. Yeah, line right up. So I just yeah. I just integrated with that shit, you feel me? Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing like about our people and our culture. It's like, it can't, it can't die. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't know nothing about that, but mm-hmm. something in you- Pulled me toward Pulled that. you towards it. That's and that's, I feel like that's that's how, Five percent has got started. Somebody felt something within them, and it was like, "Nah, we need to create some laws, mm-hmm. some things that's governing us." And they just happened to write it down, and it caught, exactly. swept the world. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And uh, your last project, uh, I want to make sure I say it right. Uh, let me see, your last project was uh, "I Control My Reality." This was all my doing. Facts. It's a powerful name. Yeah, like, that's. Like, Miles sent that shit in the group. Chat. I was like, oh, nah, I ain't even listen to it yet. Like, <laughs> I ain't even listen to this shit yet. And I fuck with it. Yeah. Appreciate it, God. What, what, what made you, you want to name this project that? For real, for real, that name, that name actually came about a couple years ago. You know what I'm saying? I just. Big on manifestation. Big on like your tongue being a sword. You know, it could like bless you or curse you, depending on like your mindset. How you say words, what you say, your intention. So just like really, really living that, it makes it easy to, it makes it easy to come up with names. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so I control my reality. This was all my doing. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a fact that I just decided to make a, a album name. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's hard. Or not even an album. That shit is a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Where they do that at? 
saying? Like, <laughs> the last time you heard a mixtape for real, like. Mm-hmm. A legit mixtape. A legit mixtape. that's on stream, man, you still selling it. You feel me? Like, on YouTube and the shit constantly changing. Like, I said it on Instagram. Like, I'm constantly, I'm gonna be adding and taking songs away. But that, like, that, like, kind of feeds the concept. Like, I control my reality. Mm-hmm. I could take I could take these I could take this song off tomorrow and you'll be like where the fuck that song was out some Mandela effect shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying then put a whole new song up there be like oh shit this is a new joint that's crazy yeah. I just put three new songs up there today go check them shits out you feel me <laughs> one of them joints produced by the bro Morrow and then I got a beat I had sample uh how you pronounce his name uh Garai somebody that I used to know remember that song. Someone earned it. Y'all remember that shit? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is, though. I sampled that shit. I put that beat up there. I put Star produced by Maro up there. Then I put Stay in Your Lane. Now, Stay in Your Lane, the acronym is SEAL. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was just talking to you about SEALs. We just spoke about SEALs. So, the acronym is S I Y L, SEAL. So, what I'm saying is law. Feel me? Everything I'm saying in this song is now law because my intention made it so. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So stay in your lane, seal. It's a message in that, and it's law. You feel me? Right. So that's a, go stream them joints. Them joints dropped today. That's a fact. When when it, when when was the moment where you was like, I can okay, I realized like my tongue is a sword. Where where my attention goes, that energy gonna flow. What was that moment where it's like, okay, I noticed like I can really create. What's in front of me? First, it was actions. Mm. Like, what I was doing outside, when that shit turned around, when the tables turned, you realize, damn, like, what you do really, really dictates what you get. Like, what you give dictates what you get. I said it in Backstreets. It's also on, I control my reality. Um, I said, that guy don't like me. I snatched his pockets, left him in awe. That's just when karma said, it's your turn now to take a loss. So, like, that shit's a re- that's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you do some shit and then you lose, you lose it all, and you be like, I, rem- I know why this happened, mm-hmm. but only if you're aware of what you, you know, of your actions. So that's where the whole concept came from. Like, yo, you can really manifest your reality. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I was a kid, I remember just like, I noticed certain things. Like if I focused on something, mm-hmm. I could make it. Period. I think it was the first. It was one of like one of my first cell phones. I seen it, it was like the LG mirror, slide up. Mm-hmm. It was like, I was like, yo, I want that joint, I want that, I'm gonna get that joint. Next thing I know, I had the joint. I'm, like, I'm like, yo, this is kind of different. And like, then I started th- playing it back. I'm like, life go on. I had the car, I had the dream car I always wanted. Mm-hmm. I was driving that joint. Like, I had every, yep. slowly, just like things just started happening. I'm like, yo, okay, if I think about this joint hard enough, I write it down, I could really. Like achieve whatever I put my mind to. That's a fact, bro. Yeah, and that shit really real. Yeah, and R.I.P. to uh, Dr. Daniels. Uh, He was the doctor. Yeah, the doctor in Buffalo. He he was my uh, pediatrician. He was he was the first mine since I was in kindergarten. Where, bro? He was the first person to tell me. He I asked him about this like I was like eighteen, six. Like he was like, he said, oh yeah, you you going out? Like I mean, you gonna have to find a real doctor. Da 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 and. I'm still figuring out. I might have just like was in college thinking about dropping out. And I'm like, yo, how did you know you wanted to be a doctor? He's like, yo, he's like, I ain't know I wanted to. He's like, I just noticed I went to the army. And then once I came back, I was like, I noticed I could do anything I put my mind to. So <laughs> he's like, I just, on, I just became a doctor. Nah, that's I was real. like, that, that shit always stuck with me. So man, 
Yeah, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to him. Condolences to his family. You know what I'm saying? Much love to y'all. So, uh, with this with this last project, what's some what's some stuff like? What's a song that you like? If they come hear the whole the whole mixtape, what's a song you'd be like, yo, check this out. This is like a, a summary of what I'm trying to get across. On the project right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. It probably had to be a couple. I'm gonna do like two. Lights do action. Top three. Top three. three. But lights action. Backstreets for one. Backstreets. I'm actually telling this story, and then I get into some other shit. Backstreets is one. Uh, lights action. That's two. And then I'm an uptown king. I survived. Those three joints. Those are the ones I recommend people yeah. listen to. Like overall, the whole thing. But like those three for sure. Yeah, uptown king. That joint go high. <laughs> that joint go hard. That's produced by my cousin Zay Real. Shout out, cuz. Shout out to him. And you said you got a, uh, it's like some of the like production company or perform, like, how performing you, arts. Performing arts company. Yeah, nightlife sound. What I do is I curate shows every year. I got like artists that I book. Um, I book some of the same artists, but sometimes I switch it up and book different artists too. Some of the artists I manage or executive produce for and shit like that. So I just curate shows every year. I've been doing Dead Love 2019 for. Three years, we got it going again this year, October 29th. So y'all pop out. You know what I'm saying? Word. And that's that's one of the Massey Ward uh, during your performances? Yeah, that, that one I wore last year, I made that from scratch. I used burlap. So last year I was a scarecrow. And what I do is, like, since I, the reason why I do it around Halloween is because it's like some day-to-day shit. I want to bring awareness to the day-to-day. That's why I'm wearing this one-to-one right here, too. This is actually one of my designs. So shout out my, shout out my designer, 4004. Um, Dead Love 2019 is some day-to-day shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all descended of the cultures that celebrated it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's like, you know, Haiti, Mexico. You know what I'm saying? We all got some type of affiliation or some, you know, relation. Mm-hmm. Which is why in some, in some places in America it happens. Like you got Cali. It happens in Cali. It happens in uh, Louisiana, obviously. Mm-hmm. Because those are the cultures that, you know, they realize that we descended of these cultures. So we got to... We gotta hold it down too for our ancestors and shit. So I'm, I want to bring that to this side of the world, specifically, you know, Buffalo, Word. to spread awareness. So what we do, we come together, we wear costumes, people do, we do music, we do giveaways. You know what I'm saying? Like we just we turn up. It's all love Word. because if you in a spot and you just generating all love, that's 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 making your ancestors proud. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. The ones that came before you is making them proud. So for just sure. bringing that culture to the town. That's what it is. I made this from scratch last year. This is art. You know what I'm saying? Like for sure. I I, I took burlap. I stitched that. I did did everything. You know what I'm saying? Measured my head so this shit fit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like all that shit. So come out this year, October 29th. We turn up again. You feel me? Fourth annual. Well, uh, venue. We're gonna do that. We got a few. Gotta we gotta be. We <laughs> we you know we 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 try to see what's up with it. So because we growing. So the last I did it at stamps last year. I could do it at stamps this year, or I could, you know, do mm-hmm. something that where some more, you know, bigger capacity. Or more so. people. Got options and shit. You feel me? Word. Yeah, man. Man, that, and that shit, that that's it's stuff like that, like that make me happy, like doing what I do. Cause it's like highlighting artists who like genuinely like wanna see a better change type mm-hmm. shit. It's like Facts. once it, like you said, like music is like the mind control. Like mm-hmm. we can shift, we can shift our reality just based on the tones and sh- and stuff we put out, mm-hmm. cause man, 
we we see how wild it is outside, and she was like, "But we we can take an active shift in it. Mm-hmm. We can play it. We, we all play our part. Facts. We gonna be Gucci, man. Just pay respect to the ancestors and put push love, man. Facts. So, uh, what some what some things like, or some collaborators or some projects that you want to do for yourself in the future? Free YSL. I, I I've been wanting to work with Gunner since like. I first heard like what he did. It was a song I heard called Top Off. I know y'all know that song. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this dude be snapping. I gotta <laughs> work with bro. You know what I'm saying? So I wanna work with Gunner in the future. I feel like I'm working with who I wanna work with right now in this in this moment. I wanna work with Gunner. I wanna work with the weekend. Weekend. Um, That'd be hard. That'd, that'd be, be crazy, hard. I'm telling you. Me and the weekend would go crazy. Who else? I just heard somebody recently, oh, St. John, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yo, hey, that's Saint. who, and that's who you, I'm glad you just said that. Because when I think when I first heard you, I was like, yo, he give me kind of like St. John vibe. Because yeah. it's not, like it's hip, like it's hip hop. It's like the rock rap, the hyper. It's like a whole mm-hmm. combination of different things. But you mm-hmm. have like a hip hop and like, you know, I know, because I know you from the east side, like an east side mm-hmm. Buffalo aura where mm-hmm. he had like, a Brooklyn aura, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's just that you didn't really see people doing what they were doing the way they were doing it where they're from. Mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because that's the spark my mind to that. Well, I definitely want to rock with St. John. I feel like he a fire songwriter mm-hmm. and I'm a fire songwriter, so I get right with that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be like a, a, a nice, a nice not, not even clash because we'd be collaborating, but I feel like it'd be a nice balance like mm-hmm. as far as the content. Y'all can come up with so much different shit because neither of y'all are going to stay in one box. Like, exactly. y'all super creative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, St. John, Gunner, The Weeknd. I could hear you with some Don Tolliver, too. Yeah. Don Tolliver, that's my boy, yo. Yeah. First of all, shout out Yoda, the Yoda baby. The reason why I, I, I reached out to Yoda to get him a part of my school, y'all know who the Yoda baby is, first of all, I've right? I heard the name. We did, I executive produced his first project, the Yoda baby volume one. Shout out, bro. I, the reason why I reached out to him is because he reminded me of Don Tolliver, Post Malone, like type vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, the town ain't heard this shit. Yet. You <laughs> feel me? So I'm like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, fuck with me, bro. I know what to do with your voice, bro. I know what to do with your sound, bro. Fuck with me. Took the nigga a whole year. You know what I'm saying? But finally, the nigga was like, all right, fuck it. Because he, he already had a situation and shit. I'm like, yo, bro, fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, come fuck with me, bro. I got you. The nigga finally said, it's lit. We dropped motherfucking After Dark on Valentine's Day movie. So shout out to him. Yeah, Don Tolliver for sure. But that was like a side thought that I got from you saying Don Tolliver. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yoda definitely remind me he got that vibe. I would definitely work with Don Tolliver. He a fire songwriter too. But I don't really have a lot, a, a lot more. Like The Weeknd inspired, like, inspired me. You know what I'm saying? I taught myself how to sing, singing The Weeknd songs. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause you know he high pitched. Yeah. So you gotta when you you strain, it's like it's like doing push-ups. You know what I'm saying? Like when you do push-ups, you get stronger. Mm-hmm. But at first the shit hurt. You feel me? So like singing the weekend songs is the same. If you if you that's yeah. like ah, your voice that's cracking and shit, but then your voice gets stronger and stronger and stronger. You you start being able to do more. So I actually train my voice on the weekend songs. So definitely want to work with him. Uh, Gunner Don Tolliver. Oh, fucking. Saint that's pretty John. much it though. Saint yeah. John. Saint that's pretty much it though. Word. So, who who are some of your your influences that aren't musical? Just in life in general. So I gotta say, 
she she musical. I love Nina Simone. Right. She right. musical, but I love her though. Like just her energy, her power. You feel me? Outside of some music, she like mm-hmm. she was wild, powerful. It's a fact. Uh, just anybody that's speaking knowledge for real, like of course the Malcolm X's and um, like anybody that's 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 speaking knowledge. That that's, you fuck that's with Nineteen Keys? Trying to tell you, I, oh yeah, I know who that is. Nineteen Keys. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. That's some, yeah. yeah that's the God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. His high level conversations be. Just I watch. Fire. I mean, watch all the. <laughs> just be but, fire. Any anybody that spread knowledge for real, like I, on some G shit. I grew up like when I I grew up not even like not, I ain't had no. There was no role models. You get what I'm saying? Like nobody you could see on TV for me because the situation, like the situation mm-hmm. growing up, there was mm-hmm. nobody you could really see on TV. Nobody you could read about because you got to remember, like you spoke on your uh, your foundation. The foundation you got growing up is important too. Like if nobody is pushing this shit in front of you, you ain't gonna find it till you come of age. You feel me? To where you you discovering on your own and shit. So I ain't really had. I don't got no background in none of that shit, bro. Like I ain't had nobody. I like no like when people say. I got idols in music. Like I used to hear this person growing up and this was my idol in music. I don't have none of those, you know what I'm saying? Like when I like growing up, I would hear people speak and I'd be like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that resonate with me. But like nobody in particular, aside from the ones I just named. I could think of more if I took a couple minutes though. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that's valid. And sure. that's one thing I feel like that impacts music that isn't highlighted enough. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like a lot of the greatest artists are like inspired by life, mm. and it's like it's sometimes it's people you meet. That's a fact. Yeah, people you meet or you come across as like, yo, this helped me establish myself, and it just happened to be translated through a melody, or mm-hmm. some bars or beat. You know what I mean? That's why life is that's definitely why like, your biggest inspiration, bro. That's a fact. That's why like a lot of artists like a Kendrick, like Roddy Rich, they take time in between albums because they say you they want to live life and experience shit mm-hmm. before they can be in the booth and like be inspired. Mm-hmm. Big facts, big facts. Life is definitely the biggest inspiration for sure. Yeah. Are you a reader? Yeah, I read informational self help books. Okay. What's uh What's one that impacted you or one you'd like to share with? Bringers of the Dawn for sure. Bringers what's the name of it? Bringers of the Dawn. Bringers of the Dawn. It's a it's a it's a book, uh, Teachings of the Pleiadians. Hmm. I don't really want to get too deep into it, but I'm familiar. Teachings of the Pleiadians. So I I I bought that book in 2018, and where I was, it was perfect for where I was. And even now, like it's a book that you can't just breeze through that shit. You can't just read it. Like mm-hmm. you can't just read through all the chapters. It's like you gotta you gotta grow and evolve with where you at your stages. If if you share a certain type of mission, you feel what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like. I'm fucking with that joint. I'll be reading about the Anunnaki, um, Emerald Tablets of Thought, the Atlantean, mm-hmm. Book of Enoch, shit like that. Word. I like just knowing shit, bro. I'm yeah, like, nah, that's valid. Those are the type of books I read too. Word. Yeah. What's the name? Uh, it was a dude named uh, Panic, Brother Panic. Mm-hmm. He talked about how, like, he he into that type of information too. He talked, he, and he was a he's a musician. Mm-hmm. He talks about how like jazz, the idea like jazz come from like the Pleiadian Come on. type energy. Just like scatting and just like improvisation, like all of that. And it's come from something greater than us type stuff. So I'm 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 familiar with all that stuff too, dog. So I'm already knowing though. I be that. I be seeing your uh your your IG. I be seeing you be, be talking yeah, that uh, shit, bro. I be I be telling like it took me a while to like find a balance of mm-hmm. where how I how, how I want to project the information. Likewise. Mm-hmm. Well, Likewise. Yeah. 
Yeah, dog. He used to run around like the British are coming. Like, Shut <laughs> right? the fuck up. That's a fact. But you learn how to you learn how to put when you learn the science of music, like you learn how to put frequencies in your music. You learn how to use your tones and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then your words kind of your words and your intentions creep in. When you hear when you hear some shit like your subconscious is open. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So then I'm up in that bitch. I'm in there. You feel me? So yes, sir. I'm point. gonna get my point across regardless. You feel me? Whatever so I ain't know. even tripping. Whether whether you know it or not. Exactly. <laughs> That's a fact. But, but it's, it's for you. Mm-hmm. Music is the first form of mind control. Like how you utilize that though and your intentions is important. It's mm-hmm. always gonna be for you. It's not gonna be to lead you astray. It's gonna be to lead you to the lake. You know what I'm saying? Like type shit. That's right. Yeah, man. I always say like I talk to people at parties and stuff like. I feel like if I look at your music library, mm-hmm. I could tell what type of person you is. Mm-hmm. I know what type of person you is, whether you know it or not. <laughs> like, I don't think that's true. That's I was a, thinking the same thing. I'm keeping it 100 with you, bro. I could, man. a lot of people, it's the same thing. Like if you see a way, the way a person dress, these days it's popular to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you see somebody wearing a fucking a copper around their arms and shit. Like you think that they like, they, they woke or like, a, you know, they mm-hmm. tapped into some other shit. But yes. some of the times they just be, they want to be, you know what I'm saying? Like they want to be. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like a lust for that shit. Like you want to be accepted as mm-hmm. something. You want to be. You want to. You want to. You want to be portrayed as something so people could look at you and be like, wow. So like the same thing with music. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Only reason I disagree with that is because mm-hmm. like sometimes it's people who got music that they listen to that they won't tell nobody. You do got those people though, but that's what I'm saying. You got the people that's like really really that way mm-hmm. but then you got the people that just oversaturate the shit that's a that's so it's a, that's hard a to, it ain't hard to tell if you really could read energy come with, yeah it come with mm-hmm. discernment like, yeah exactly so but you do got a lot of go outside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like walk outside right now like you gonna see yeah. that shit like that's a super fact but you yeah. got you gotta I think i feel like it's easier to gauge whether somebody is really in that or mm-hmm. like of it when you mm-hmm. like you say they may wear something a certain way or do whatever mm-hmm. you can kind of like tell that that's not really them or that's not how they are based Fact. off clothing or whatever mm-hmm. whereas music it's harder to tell if this is really the type of music they want to listen to or yeah. like to listen to yeah like i could be playing an album when somebody's in the car and i know every word and i fuck with it mm-hmm. but you don't know if this is really the album i listen to all the time exactly i may just be playing this because you in the car but you yeah. won't really know that that's yeah. a fact. Yeah, I, yeah that's a fact when you scroll through that library man you're gonna it find tell you a lot yeah. Cause it's gonna be it's gonna be an outlier. You are gonna see something in there. I'm like, this don't. This I was thinking that just. Yeah, I, 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 I'll yeah. agree that you can <laughs> you know learn. I, mean? I agree yeah. that you can learn more about a person, but you can't determine who they are. It's gonna be that one song in there. That you're like, hold on, but you know everybody's everything. So like, I don't know. You gotta just feel that person energy. That's a fact. Be able to tell, like especially, and you gotta know like a lot of shit is mental too, more than the spiritual these days. So you gonna somebody going. Let you know who they is, and mm-hmm. you say a certain thing or you move a certain way, and they got it. They they gonna tick to what yeah. you do. Yeah, I do that shit they, on purpose. Feel me? They gonna What's tell your sign game. Virgo. Oh, okay. No, I thought you was a Capricorn. I was about to say they gotta do the same shit. <laughs> well, I, yo, I get along. My mom a Capricorn. I get along well with Capricorns. Bro. Yeah, it's like you gotta I just, gauge. I just say or do little shit just to see how people gonna react. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You gotta gauge. People mm-hmm. can say like that's manipulative, manipulative, but like at the same time, you not being yourself is manipulating me. So fuck mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I'm protecting fuck. my energy. <laughs> protecting yeah. myself. Exactly. Like you could try to do that reverse psychology shit on me, mm-hmm. but like really, you manipulating me, gang. I just gotta like uncover that shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? But. Yeah, that yeah. shit happens a lot these days, bro. That's a fact. It's like everybody painting and shit, but we ain't gonna rap. 
right, before, uh, how you feel about like the woke culture, like the woke, the wokeness of a lot of people? Like it's cool. It's it's cool to be like uh, environmentally aware and all that shit. Like I fuck with it. Like if it's if like if you really got this shit in your heart, like if you really give a fuck. And you really want to raise the vibration of the planet? Like, if you really give a fuck about everybody being equal, if you really care about, you know, you know, just like not judging, not no, no more fucking like, no more classism. Mm -hmm. Like, if you really care about that shit, I fuck with it. Like, that's official. But just really be you. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, be yourself and serve your purpose on this earth, even if that's not you. If that's not you, that's okay too, because ain't no good and bad, bro. Like, if you're not a part of the woke culture, if you just here to, to look, because a lot of people are here to, to, to just consume. That's where the whole 5%. 85%. 80, exactly, the 85% here to consume, you feel me? And then you got people that watch, and you got people that see what's going on and know how to manipulate it to their advantage. Mm -hmm. So people got to play their roles, but you got to understand, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day that shit, with, with all due respect, like go from 5% to 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 to 85. Yeah. And then the 5% is the ones that's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We gonna do, we want it, we want it to be backwards and shit. Well, me personally, like. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's, it got sure. universal law, pendulum will swing. For sure. You know what I mean? Uh, my, uh, you, did you have any questions? Oh, for sure. Check, check. <laughs> 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 nah, I do, I do got like just a couple, bro. Cause first of all, I don't know if I ever asked you this, but where did the name Jive come from? My name, my name is Jafir. Oh, word. Yeah. My, uh, I was born Muslim. You know what I'm saying? My dad named me Jafir, and it, uh, it means the forgiver, referring to Allah. Wow. It's hard. It's hard. That is hard. I do want to talk about just like a little bit like your create, creating process. Like I, I heard a few of your records. You already know we done did shows and shit together. Like. When you when you really about to tap in and get to a record, like let's use Gangin for example, can you walk me through like the process of how you even like do you write? Do you really write or are you like you just not really. I, I like a uh, free form, like Yeah. Like I think it's something whether it be a whole it could be a whole hook or it could be like a couple lines or even one line. Two mm -hmm. words. I think of something and then I'd be like, Yeah, go in and record that shit. Mm -hmm. Stop. Play it. Record, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel yeah. like that's I used to write a lot when I was young. Like I got notebooks on top of notebooks and me just like spitting bars. But I feel like that shit was kind of like boxed in a little bit. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really expressing where I was, uh, like in that moment. I like to I like to incorporate where I am in that moment. So like if I if I'm if I'm melancholy, then I'm I want to I want to feel melancholy. I want to sound melancholy. I don't want to think about it, write it, and make it sound good, and then put it on the song. I want it, I want that shit to come out exactly how it is, so that's how I create now. All right. Like, you was talking earlier about like training your voice to sound like the weekends and, and like other people like that. And I was just telling like before you started recording how to me I'm like you starting to sound like a hook master because a lot of hooks you do just really it just go. So yeah. like what what's some things you really had to do to train your voice to get to where it's at right now? Shit, that honestly. And I used to my brother used to call me the hook man, so I started rapping with him, and I used to be on all the hooks, which is why it's funny yeah. that you say that, because I always had them hooks. You know what I'm saying? I always had the verses, but I was like, they used to be like, damn, like that hook yeah. is crazy. You feel me? So it just it's the same. It translated into like my adult life and shit. 
And you say you making like, like you mixing and everything too. Like yeah. you making beats, you writing and you mixing. Facts. That's wild, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. There's only somebody yeah. that can really do that <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. like I, I told you that last song we just played, the Where Were You joint. Like that's probably like for me one of the hardest shits I heard from me. I ain't listened to the mixtape yet either. So that's like no, I, I appreciate I say that. that. But I'm gonna get to it for sure. But I just be wondering, like, like, bro, how how the how the hell ain't nobody heard of this dude yet? Like, it be for real, cause like, yo, it be the thing be niggas heard of me, but like niggas like niggas be trying to like turn around and shit and like act like they don't see you and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that be the mm-hmm, thing, because mm-hmm. we, me and bro, it's was talking before the cameras turned on. Like, it used to be a time before all this like super fashion forward and art forward shit where people really just used to. Be at motherfucking let's let's say so and so's, Broadway Joe's. Oh, okay, I'm gonna start back then because this was when hip hop was like, because hip hop been here before it mm-hmm. came back, like it was here already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OHM, Broadway Joe's, motherfucking, you know, so like like places like that where people used to throw hip hop shows. I was performing there when I was a kid, like 13 years old. Grew up in this shit. Watched the watched the whole music scene change, mm-hmm. adapted, created created my sound back then. Walked with my sound. I'm at the hip hop shows doing something totally different. You feel me? Boom. I start discovering that it's a whole nother scene of mm-hmm. younger artists. Mind you, I was doing shows around like the Ballistic Mans and even like all the way down to the Napalms. I don't know if y'all know who Napalm is, but Sounds he, familiar. you know what I'm saying? Like, so transitioning to this, the, the new music around like 2015, 2014, the new music era. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas, all these niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas know. You mm-hmm. feel me? But. The thing with me is like, when certain shit was going on, and I ain't trying to get too deep into it, but when certain shit was going on, you didn't know what was happening. You there, you see these niggas, it's love. You know what I'm saying? Niggas reciting your lyrics, all type of shit. But then, fast forward, you be like, damn, how the fuck this happened? Like, when did this happen? But it didn't happen in the open, it happened in the cut. Behind the scenes. So, shout out, shout out Rich Slave, like, bro, what? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rich Slave, who didn't know Rich Slave, bro? That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, who didn't know Rich Slave, bro? Them niggas was, them niggas was going crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, shit like that, though. Niggas know the vibes, though. Big night like shit. Fuck is you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Phil B, niggas know the vibes. Yeah, our last question. Uh, I know we talked earlier about the top three from like the newest project, and that's exclusively on YouTube right now, right? Mm hmm. So if you can just think about like all the music you release, and if it was like three songs that you can name that like really give the the fans, the audience like an inside look to Joff, what what three records would you recommend? I took a lot of my shit off. I took everything off streaming. So I only got a few projects on YouTube right now. Now I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I swear to God, I just listen to live music. I was like, yo, where the fuck is this nigga at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't find his mixtape, bro. Like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? Yeah, I wanted to take a different route with it, so I took a lot of shit off streaming. But from from everything that's out right now, I gotta say, uh, go look go look at the Melancholy Music uh, series. I just dropped Melancholy Music Five when I control my reality. But one one is out. Two is on SoundCloud. I gotta go on SoundCloud to get two. It was on streaming, but again, I took everything off streaming. So you gotta do some looking around. All that shit in my bio, you know what I'm saying, on IG, mm. SoundCloud, and YouTube. So Melancholy Volume One, Melancholy Music Volume One, Two, Three, Four, and Five. Go check them shits out. That's gonna tell you like who I am, my experiences, but also how I see the world, like all type of shit. It's gonna really give you a 
idea where my mind is. You know what I'm saying? Like, but shout out uh Morrow Gangin is Gangin. the hood favorite. Like the streets <laughs> love Gangin. Like, I swear the streets love Gangin. Facts. So hey. go check out Gangin too. Is that as a street anthem? Yeah, it is an anthem. Trying to ride the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was yo, see, that's what I was just telling y'all like just now. That was about that. When I had came back 2019, I had moved to Colorado in 20 uh what was it, 20 in the beginning of 2019, then I came back. Um, but before that, I had took like three years off from doing music, and I left on some, oh my God, shit, oh my God. <laughs> and I came back, I saw all these gods, I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying, say less. We here, we here. I got I got exactly, but I, I appreciate it, but at the same time, we talked about this earlier, niggas wearing the copper, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's some of those too, so that's that's the perpetrators that I was talking about. It sounds like some gang shit, but it ain't no gang shit for real, like it's, gang stand for gods and goddesses, G and G, you feel mm-hmm. me, like that shit stand for gods and goddesses. So. Everybody perpetrating a wave, you know what I'm saying? And and not really, when I come back, it ain't no open arm type situation. It's more like, more so like, yeah, nigga, you know what I'm saying? So I know they want me going, so I keep it all safety. You feel me? Like, bitch, I'm ganging. That's crazy, bro. But ganging, Melancholy Music, volume one through five. Volumes one through five. Go check them shits out. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you, gang. Shit, anything, any last things you want to leave the people with before we wrap up? What you got coming next? Shit, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Joff Music, G-H-A-F Music. Uh, follow me on all socials, Joff Music, G-H-A-F Music. And just stay tuned. Like I said, I control my reality. This was all my doing. is It's going to be constantly changing. So that's all I'm really fucking with, like uh, doing shows. Obviously, uh, Dead Love 2918, October 29th. Location to be announced, you feel me? Um, Price is going up, because I've been waiting to get on this motherfucker. I ain't going home. Price is going up, too. I'm on No Label to Pop, man. Fuck is you talking about? Yes, sir. Big Nightlife. I'm executive producing a uh, project right now. I got a song called Power on the mixtape I just dropped. It's a remix to P-Power by Gunna. Mm-hmm. I got Nicolette and the Yoda Baby on there. Now, Nicolette, I'm, exe- I'm executive producing an album for her, too, right now. So, 111 on the way. Be on the lookout for that. And follow her, too, XO Nicolette, one on Instagram. Feel me? Sure. We appreciate you stopping by, bro. Appreciate y'all for having me. This shit was it's a classic, man. Tell you. Yeah. It's gonna be one people look back on. Sure, appreciate, appreciate sure. that. No for label real. pop. We out. Peace. Peace.